Well, um, we've spent time yesterday and today talking about what I believe is one of the most effective and um, innovative exhibits in general uh, out there. But then add the uh, component of uh, Yom HaShoah and um, you have something that's really, really meaningful. What, what's happening? Let me explain what's happening and then we'll introduce our special guest via telephone. A replica of a World War II era cattle car that was used to transport Jews to Nazi death camps is going to be in Times Square today as part of the OU Southern NCSY's Hate Ends Now Tour. Remember, we've spoken about the Hate Ends Now Tour. It was basically in Florida. And now it's uh, essentially nationwide. The tour uh, is um, uh, has a purpose to combat anti-Semitism and tolerance and racism and to commemorate Yom HaShoah and the 80th anniversary of the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising. Now, those of you who are in Manhattan today, there'll be a lot of elementary and high schools coming, community groups coming throughout the day. There'll be a VIP event tonight at 7 o'clock with elected officials and community leaders. But if you're in the area today between 8 o'clock, well, it started already. If you're in the area between now and 9 p.m., if you're in the area between now and 9 p.m., make sure to visit the exhibit in Times Square, Broadway Pedestrian Plaza between 45th and 46th Streets in New York City. If you're in the area today, Times Square, Broadway between 45 and 46, make sure to visit and give OU's Southern NCSY uh, the uh, the boost that they deserve for thinking of this idea and for and for figuring out how to how to do it. <laughs> I mean, to bring an exhibit like this to Times Square can't be easy. Todd Cohn is with us live via telephone. Todd is regional director for Southern NCSY. He oversees the organization's national Holocaust education initiatives, including facilitating virtual tours of the Auschwitz concentration camp and launching the Hate Ends Now traveling cattle car exhibit. The cattle car, stepping in and out of darkness, which runs in collaboration with Shadow Light, is a replica of a Holocaust-era cattle car. Visitors are provided with a 360-degree immersive presentation, including testimonials from survivors, as well as a brief history of the Holocaust. Under Todd Cohn's leadership, the exhibit has attracted 60,000 visitors from over 15 universities, 75 high schools, as well as 15 showings have been opened to the public. The exhibit was installed early this morning in Times Square, Broadway between 45th and 46th Street before joining NCSY. Todd was involved in numerous Jewish educational initiatives, and now NCSY has the, um, uh, the privilege of having him lead this effort. Todd Cohn, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Good morning. Thank you for having me. You know what we think of the exhibit. I've made that clear multiple times. Bringing it to Times Square is brilliant. I can't imagine it's been easy. Are you expecting a tremendous amount of attention in the center of New York City today? Yeah, well, listen, Times Square is as iconic as it gets. It's it's the crossroads of the world. Yeah. There are, I think, something like upwards of a half a million people that travel through Times Square every day. And half of those are, are tourists. So the opportunity to be able to have that kind of exposure that, you know, you're talking about tourists from all over the world. So the opportunity to get that type of, um, again, that type of exposure and to share this message of, Fighting anti-Semitism, of uh, increasing awareness about the Holocaust, is it's an incredible opportunity. Like you said, with the contrast of Times Square, 
It's and uh, Yom HaShoah. It is. It's uh, you know everything's aligned. The um, look. There are, you know, the museums certainly serve their purpose, um, do a very good job with the education. Obviously, you know, the lectures and discussions, all very, very important, especially on a day like today. But there is something about the cattle car immersive experience that is uh, not duplicate, that cannot be duplicated, in my opinion. Uh, you've been involved in a lot of, you've been in, you've been on March of the Living. You've been a leader on March of the Living. You, you've been involved in a lot of very important programs that are physical, immersive, and that, you know, it, it actually, you know, brings people to a specific place and, and helps bring them back to a specific time. Um, what can you tell us about how unique this is? That with all the things that are offered out there, uh, this is such an effective manner for people to understand what Jews went through during World War II. Right, right. You, you nailed it. It's exactly right. Listen, this is what NCSY does. We are a hallmark of what NCSY is, is innovation. And at the core of what we do is making things like this, like Holocaust education, like Judaism, relevant to today's teens. And most, not, there are a lot of things Listen, Nachum, you know, in life, I love being impressed, and it happens so infrequently. And <laughs> in, the, in, 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 in the team space, in museums, like, they all serve a purpose, and they're very impactful. But they, there are a lot of dinosaurs also. And, you know, certainly in, 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 in the team space. So we need to, you know, we... What we, we can't apply yesterday's model of engagement of today's team to today's teams. Holocaust is no different than, than anything else. And the basic approach that we take is we really want to have low boundary of entry and high content. Right. All right, I'll say that again. That's, that's really our formula. Right. Low boundary of entry and high content. Yeah. Just like our flagship program, Jewish Student Union, JSU, where we're in hundreds of public schools across the country, the idea is that we're coming to them. And this, this is no different. The idea is how many people are really, like you said, I've been on the March of the Living. It is an incredible, life-changing, transformational experience. Yeah. But what percentage of the population is going to make their way you know, to Auschwitz, right. is going to make their way to Poland? And I really didn't want to do this. I didn't want to get into a whole comparison, but I, but I think it's worthwhile for a moment. You know, March, and I've never been on it. I've never been on March of the Living. I'd have to depend on people like you to tell me if I'm right or wrong. It's an immersive experience with a lot of inspiration, right? I mean, the, the March is inspiring. You're with others. You know, you're, you're going through that physical activity. Uh, obviously, it ends with, with some type of positive theme because the whole trip is designed to you know to end in Israel to celebrate Israel's independence etc and the Israeli flags are flying so I'm again I'm not trying to minimize how powerful an experience it is but it's a different type of experience here when a group of kids walks into that cattle car that cold atmospheric condition of a cattle car and I know that you know obviously there'll be discussions and maybe some singing etc I mean different things for different people but just that that the, the ability to to put oneself for a few minutes in that cold you know hopeless atmosphere that so many of our ancestors had to, to me that's so poignant and to me that's so real 
And, and I'm assuming, again, as someone like yourself who's been on all of these types of programs, I'm assuming that that's really what's unique about this one. So th- that is true. Um, however, our, our objective in, in education and especially in the Holocaust space, our goal is never to recreate an experience, of course, right? But what we are trying to do is educate today's teens and the general public. And this is, like you said, it is a opportunity for them to learn with multiple senses. It's not just to read it in a book. It's not walking into a museum and seeing pictures or words on a wall. Those things don't speak to today's teens. So this is something that's tangible. It's something that's concrete. It's something that they can see and, and they can help understand what our people went through 80 years ago in a much more real way. Yeah, 100%. Todd Cohn is with us. All right, uh, you've seen this many, many times now. I mean, again, anybody in Times Square today or if you work in Manhattan or if you're anywhere in the area, try to get there. It's there until 9 o'clock tonight. Uh, and we'll talk about this 7 p.m. program in a minute. But it, until 9 o'clock tonight, you have an opportunity to go and to be part of this. And it's really, in my opinion, one of the best ways one could spend time on, uh, on Yom HaShoah um, visiting this exhibit. Um, uh, what reactions have you gotten? I, I can only imagine as this exhibit has, has traveled, um, and it was you know down in Florida and then in other parts of the country, I'd have to imagine that countless people have said to you, we never knew that this is what Jews went through. Even this one small part of the whole Holocaust experience. We never realized that this is how Jews were treated, that this is how the Nazis went about, um, uh, you, you know, this entire operation. I, I would imagine you've heard that many, many times. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'm not surprised to hear that. Um, when you look at the statistics, the number of people that have could mention even a single concentration camp or even ever heard of Auschwitz or know the number of victims from the Holocaust, the numbers are staggering. But the real problem isn't when a, you know, someone who's not Jewish, part of the general public, doesn't recognize those things. But when our own people, when grandchildren of, of the victims and the survivors of the Holocaust don't know that information, then that day is a very trying, sad day for yep. the Jewish people. Yep. And unfortunately, you've met a lot that have no, <laughs> have no clue what the answers to those questions are. Right. So, you're, you're, you know, it's, this was this was unbelievable. But yesterday it was or two days ago, the cattle car was driving up 95, making its way from from South Florida uh, to New York. And I got a couple of videos from the driver, from the professional truck driver who was was, uh, you know, taking it up to uh, Times Square. And there were people on the highway that pulled him over and asked, can we please, you know, can we please see this? This is incredible, um, both Jews and non-Jews alike. And he said at, at first, when it first happened, he thought like maybe he was doing something wrong. There's like, you know, is there something sticking out? Is there a problem falling apart? People were like literally waving him off the highway and, um, and he obliged and he sent me some videos and there were, I mean, it, the entire spectrum from, um, from from Jews to non-Jews alike, just I, w- I want to touch this. I want to see this. I want to understand this. I want to daven next to this. 
and um, it's a uh, it's highly impactful. It's just well, a very very pe- people view it as a piece of history, and frankly, people view it again. I, I get that it's a replica, but people view it as as a place where where Jews suffered, as a place where hundreds of Jews collectively were just you know put into a painful and suffering situation. Um, yeah. and that, and that's one of the reasons yeah. it's so impactful, by the way, I, I know there are plans for other college campuses, but this, has this exhibit ever been on a college campus yet in this country? Yeah. Yeah. So we've been to about 15 colleges, colleges and universities. Now what, what's the, um, what, the last year. what's the collective reaction? I mean, God forbid, I hope nobody, nobody's ever defaced it or, you know, painted it with graffiti. I mean, what, what has it, and we know what, what we know the spirit of college campuses these days when it comes to Israel, when it comes to Jews, uh, ha, has the exhibit gone to campuses, you know, and survived safely? Has it gone and, yeah. and, and made an impact? I mean, has there been a positive reaction to it? So in all instances, the answer is a resounding yes, it, with, without exception. Um, at no point have we ever had any protests. Like you said, no one has ever defaced it. Um, I think that next week is going to be a real hallmark for the tour because we're taking it to, to Harvard. And um, Will that be on Yomat's mode? Will that be what day is that scheduled for? That's on the 24th. So that would be, uh, be Monday, right? Yeah, yeah, that'd that's, be yeah, yeah, and so um, we we've had such a warm reception from the Jewish community, from the Hillel, from uh, other campus organizations. But that being said, Harvard was uh, came in as the number one most anti-Semitic university in America in a recent study, and <laughs> so um, and this is a university that. When it when it started, Hebrew was mandatory. Right. Um, we know the first the, commencement the for, first commencement address at Harvard was delivered in Hebrew, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So so this is going to be this is a an incredible opportunity for us. This is you know where we need to be taking. It. Has it been on and, any Ivy League campus yet, or is no, the first? This is the first no, one. No, this is the first. This is the first. Wow, the hub of intellectualism in America. The Ivy League campus. We'll see what the reaction is next week. Very curious about that. Todd Cohn is with us, Southern NCSY, responsible for a, an exhibit that has really taken off from the first time that we spoke about it. My gosh, uh, what's, what it's already accomplished. Those of you out there who have a group, who have a school, who have a community organization, or you yourself, if you're anywhere near Times Square today, from now until 9 p.m., uh, the replica of the World War II era a cattle car used to transport Jews to Nazi death camps will be in Times Square as part of the OU Southern NCSY Hate Ends Now tour to combat anti-Semitism and tolerance and racism. 7 o'clock tonight, essentially your day in Times Square is going to wrap up uh, with a VIP event. There'll be local elected officials, community leaders, Holocaust survivors, U.S. Army veterans. Who are you expecting tonight, and what do you think that that hour is going to be like? So tonight at seven o'clock, we are having a ceremony and the, uh, the ceremony is being done in conjunction with an organization called R6 million and R6 million makes yard site candles with QR codes. If you scan the codes, the, it takes you to a link with the story of a survivor. We're going to be handing out hundreds of these candles, uh, that have been retrofitted because you can't light a fire in Times Square with electric lights. And we're going to be doing a, uh, an educational NCSY-style ceremony 
um, with hundreds and hundreds of public and yeshiva day school students coming together uh, in a tremendous form of solidarity and tremendous achdos uh, in Times Square uh, as the backdrop by this cattle car. And we are going to be saying never again. Together, the youngest generation, the, uh, the future leaders of our community, of our people, are going to be singing together from all backgrounds, coming together and saying that we are one. And um, it is, it is going to be a, um, a very, uh, very impactful, very powerful experience. Any idea if uh, city and state officials will join you tonight? So we, we've been in touch and have gotten a lot of warm reception from the mayor's office and from the speaker, the council, uh, the council's office, and a number of other, um, a, no, a number of other politicians. But um, they, they've all told us, uh, and this is to no fault of their own, uh, more, more mine, um, that I was just uh, kind of late to the show. So we don't have any guarantees. We do have a, a, a confirmed Israeli dignitary um, who is coming uh, during the day, but we, we can't share who that is or when they're coming for security reasons. Um, but um, that is, uh, that is going to be a, a, certainly ha- uh, be a highlight. Um, and uh, there is no shortage of unique, uh, unique speakers that we've, uh, that we've lined up um, throughout the day. Yeah, so, and, like and, said, and, and, and don't be so hard on yourself because <laughs> this, you, know, you, you know what it's like trying to get something done in Times Square. It took some time, and <laughs> you were able to get it done at the last minute. So uh, don't be so hard right, on yourself so, that <laughs> city officials only found out about it. I think it's remarkable that it's in Times Square to begin with. And I remind everybody that they could be there on Broadway between 45th and 46th Street at any time of today until tonight at 9 p.m. And, and see the cattle car exhibit, which is so effective, especially on this Yom show. I, I interrupted you. You were saying. No, no, I'm just uh, it's it's a it's a full lineup. That's all right. Um, throughout the day, we're having a lot of different schools and groups that are coming. And uh, throughout the day, we're having a lot of uh, just very uh, impactful uh, speakers who are going to be joining us. So, uh, by the uh, way, the yeah. by the way, when people walk into that cattle car, and I don't know if you're if you're doing this in New York, because I know things were put together at the last minute, but are they getting, you know, some type of uh, exhibit literally within the car? Because I know there were times when um, uh, video presentations were there and, and, and musical yeah. musical presentations. <laughs> is, is that going to be happening today when people visit? Yeah, yeah. So inside the so the the cattle car itself features a twenty one minute three hundred and sixty degree immersive presentation. Oh my gosh! That's and amazing. that presentation includes testimonials from two survivors, a brief history of the Holocaust, and it wraps up with a with a warning to participants of what ha- and maybe even more than a warning, it empowers the participants uh, to to take a stand. Uh, it tells them what happens when hate goes unchecked. And so that is the point, is that they leave with a sense of empowerment. There's a really neat program that we do with the groups when they leave. Uh, we, before they go in, and mo- when we're in a high school setting, we share a curriculum with the teachers. So they're really prepared before they come into the exhibit. But once they actually get to the exhibit, we do a framing exercise with them to further prepare them. 
We then take them into the cattle car. They see this 21-minute presentation, which is designed to just ask, you know, to further the conversation, to get them. You know, we're on the, on the coattails of Pesach, and the goal of this is to have them asking questions. There's no way we can give them a full comprehensive education in just such a short period of time. But we can pick their interest. When they leave, this is really cool. You'll love this. So what happens? They, they step out of the cattle car, and there's an inkwell that they put their thumbprint into, and they have a canvas uh, right next to it on an easel. And they put their thumbprint into the inkwell, put their thumbprint on the canvas, and they take a pen and they, make, they write a message. This is a message to themselves and a message to the world of how they're going to make a difference, how they're going to be a change agent for positive change in the world. And when these groups uh, leave, they take this canvas with them as a memory, as a memento, and they put it up in their classrooms for them to remember and to, uh, you know, to, be a, to be a reminder to them of that commitment that they made on the day that they saw the, the cattle car. Todd, you've done this right from the beginning. And I don't mean timing-wise. I, I mean in terms of being correct and uh, just getting it right. This has been, su- from the time it was launched, it, it looked like a unique project which had, which had com- tremendous potential, and you have really realized the potential and, uh, and have utilized every angle of this uh, to try to educate kids and adults alike, frankly. Today's Holocaust Remembrance Day. We really need to remind the adults as well about what today is all about and... Uh, and how um, and 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 what type of uh, of history uh, 20th century jury went through? The replica of the World War II era cattle car is in Times Square today. The VIP event is tonight at seven o'clock. That's how the day will end. But all day long on Broadway between 45th and 46th, at the minimum, show support for the work that Todd Cohen and his staff have done to <coughs> excuse me to bring this educational project to different places around the country, today being Times Square on this Yom HaShoah. And uh, Todd, I guess uh, it's important to, um, to give people information if they want to bring the exhibit or be in touch with you about uh, doing something um, uh, with, the, um, uh, with your program. Uh, what would you tell people to do? How would they get in touch? Uh, yeah, reach out. I would love to talk to you. We have a um, – we, we've got – We've got a, a, a growing list of organizations that are really looking forward to, to uh, having this exhibit at their organization, at their community, or what we have oftentimes, especially in Florida, we have grandparents saying, I want to make sure that my grandchild sees this exhibit. Right. And our, our next stop being in Boston, in the greater Boston area, is because of that. It was sent to Boston uh, by by family members in Florida saying, I want to make sure that my family members see this. Um, but the best way is to reach me um, at my email address. It's my last name, Cone. I misspell it, C-O-H-N. <laughs> and my first letter uh, of my first name, T, at ncsy.org. Simple as that. Yeah. Good luck. It's... Uh, it's, it's the demand is growing and the demand is driving, hopefully, our, our future expansion. We recognize that one cattle car isn't going to do it. And so the demand from the communities, from teachers, from parents, most importantly from students, is tremendous. And so um, we literally have a list of probably a couple hundred institutions that are in, interested in, have, in, in hosting 
the, the exhibit. And so we absolutely are looking for partners and people that understand our vision and understand, unfortunately, the, the trajectory of the world when hate goes unchecked. Yeah. And we are looking for, for partners to help us uh, to expand our footprint, to expand the number of cattle cars so we can service even more students, more teens, more communities. Todd, you have our full support. You know that from the beginning. It's an unbelievable program. Great job. And every step you take really is uh, a, a giant one. And today in Times Square, I think, is just uh, phenomenal. And I hope you meet thousands of people today who appreciate uh, what you've done and who understand better on this Holocaust Remembrance Day what Yom HaShoah is all about. Thank you, my friend, and good luck today. Thank, thank you, Nochum. I would be remiss if I didn't just also uh, give a shout-out uh, to... Um, Jordana Leibowitz, who this was, this project was her dream. It was a bold vision. And um, her partner in this, uh, Sagi Kahan Rapport, who's with us today, um, he is the, the creative genius that really, uh, who really built the cattle car. Together, uh, they formed an organization called Shadowlight, who NCSY has been partnering with for just over a year now. And so it's been a wonderful partnership and we look forward to continuing that with them. And like uh, we've been discussing, taking it to many more students, many more communities in the future. Well, Uh, yeah. Let both of them know that we admire them greatly. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you for your time. I really appreciate you having me on. A pleasure. Good luck today. I hope I'll have an opportunity to be there. I don't know if my schedule is going to work out, but between now and 9 p.m., everybody out there, try to work it into your schedule to be in Times Square and to visit the exhibit. It is pretty remarkable. Um, Again, Broadway between 45th and 46th Street from now until 9 p.m. And call a vote to um, Todd Cohn and his entire staff for uh, bringing this uh, program which started in Florida and has visited different places around the country all the way to Times Square, crossroads of the world. More coming up. It's Yom HaShoah. Today is Holocaust Remembrance Day, and you're listening to our special broadcast here at JM in the AM.